Coming to you from Scenic the Basement at ICN Studios in Brooklyn, I'm Jana Jefferson and this is And Friends with Jana Jefferson. Every other week, me and a new guest host each time are going to discuss the latest news in pop culture, the industry, life, and much more. And today's guest are the ladies from Verco. Woo-woo! <laughs> How are you guys doing today? Good. Good. Okay, just introduce yourselves really, really fast and then we'll get right into what we're about to do. Hi, I'm Alana Mann. I'm the founder of Verco. I'm Ariana Di Valentino. I'm head of social at Verco. That's such a fun name to say. Ariana Di Valentino. Just Thanks. like rolls off the tongue, even though it's like super long. I it's like <laughs> it's pretty inconvenient, actually. <laughs> Does anyone call you like Ari? N- no. Anna. 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 Ah. Mm-hmm. Anna Di Valentino. That's a good one though. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So how was your day today, guys? Good. Well, you had a kitchen problem. <laughs> what happened? I had to stop back in my kitchen before this to make sure the stove was off. Just a busy day. <laughs> but no fires happen. That's, That's good. the takeaway. You know what? <laughs> nothing nothing will ruin a Tuesday more than a house fire. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing. You're probably right. <laughs> nothing nothing will ruin the day. So before each episode begins, we give something called the Beyonce Mood of the Day. Mm. And it's basically just, you know, um, Describing how you're feeling today, I was just let's say yours should be ring the alarm because of fire. <laughs> but anyway, you give your mood of the day with a Beyonce song, Beyonce lyric, a video, what what have you. So, what would you say your Beyonce moods of the day would be? Mine is definitely ape shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Well, <laughs> busy day, <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> if the stove had been left on, I think we would have, yeah, that would run be a situation. Into some issues. Absolutely. <laughs> Things would have gone actual apeshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll say I had a, a very fine day compared to that. I'm going to say Diva because nice. we actually came from a jewelry show before this, just mm-hmm. looking at like brands that we might want to partner with. So whenever I go to those fashion events, it's always really fun to just like pretend that you belong there. So. <laughs> Don't I know it. It's always funny when I get invited to events like that or events that are like a little bit more bougie and I'm just like, I eat with my hands, so like I don't belong here, and I just feel really awkward. But like it, it was always nice to go there because you're like, oh wow, this is how like people live their best really lives. Nice. The people were really nice, That's which good. is not always the case, but mm. they they really were. My thing is, is it's always people who are like fake important, so they're like <laughs> all dressed up to like post up on Instagram, and I'm like. You don't do anything. <laughs> like you, you're wearing that dress and you're wearing that outfit, but like you don't do anything. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I think my Beyonce mood of the day today is, I think it's work it out. It's like that. Technically, work it out was her first solo single, not oh. dangerously in love. It's from the Awesome Powers and Gold Member soundtrack. Oh. Um, and I think it's work it out because I did a lot of working today. Um, and that's the only Beyonce song with the song, the word work in it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I really did work it out today. I, you, I got what I needed to get done, done. And even more than that. So I was really pleased with myself. So I think work it out is certainly it. Yeah, yeah. So listeners, remember, I've created a Spotify playlist for the Beyonce Mood of the Day. Search Beyonce Mood of the Day and follow it. And each song mentioned by myself and my friends to start off the show have been and will be added to the playlist after each episode so you can stay up to date on your Beyonce discography. Because 
I know we had a joint album, but someone is saying that we're going to have a solo one soon. I'm very interested to see what happens with that. Um, mostly because I wasn't, you know, the joint album was cute. It was a moment, but <laughs> I need, I need more. I need much more from be alone. So talk <laughs> of the town this week is going to be about the VMAs, the video music awards. Now these two didn't watch it, <laughs> but we're going to still discuss. I'll tell you basically what happened. We'll run through some of the winners and then we'll talk a little bit about it. So, um, it was a boring show. You really <laughs> didn't, you didn't miss much. Um, it opened up with Cardi B pretending that she was holding her daughter in her arms, but she unraveled it and it was a Moon Man trophy. Oh. <laughs> and then she was just like, hey, wish Papi! And then like ran off the stage. And then Shawn Mendes sang, and it rained in the, in the, um, in in the, yeah, it was uh, in Radio City Music Hall. Uh-huh. So it's like, it's really tight in there. So I don't, I mean, it's large, but it's tight at the same time. It's weird. But he, there was like, it was raining and his shirt was all wet. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish announced some award. They shaded Fifth Harmony. Oh. No, they, no, they were like, um, they're like, oh, Camila Cabello has five nominations. Um, and Fifth Harmony is watching from home or something like that. Oh! So then they presented some <laughs> award to Nicki Minaj, which I'm so thankful that she won it because I didn't want to get any tantrums, but we'll get to that later. Um, and then she's like doing that fake feminism act again. She's just like, don't bring these girls down. You know, Fifth Harmony is strong and Normani is that bitch. I'm like, sure, Nicki, sure. I'm so tired of her. I'm really so tired of her. <laughs> How do you guys feel about... Um, Nicki Minaj. I'm stunned. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> she she literally said the baby is her rival. That's what she said. Like anyone who bring, first of all, don't bring anyone's children into anything, let alone a six a, a month infant. old infant. <laughs> For those who don't know what we're talking about, Nicki Minaj is going through something. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's but I think it boils down to the fact that she's threatened by her position in the rap game as, as like the queen of rap being jeopardized by these other girls coming in and doing really, really well. Like Cardi's doing really, really well. Uh, Rhapsody was nominated for a Grammy and Nikki can, well, she, Nikki gets Grammy nominations, but she cannot win one. She's never won one. I'm just being, I'm just seeing the facts. <laughs> and, like she can get nominated all she wants, but it's not, doesn't matter. Um, then, um, yeah, all these other girls are coming in and really getting noticed. And I don't think Nikki likes that because she appreciates being the only one that people talk about. So now that, you know, oh, her, her album rollout was disastrous. Her album rollout was so bad. Like how long was she announcing that this album was coming out called Queen? And first of all, it was supposed to come out in May. It came out last week and it <laughs> didn't, and it didn't, what? she wanted to go number one as most artists do, but she went number two behind Travis Scott. So because of this, she went on Twitter and she had like a whole rant about how, um, 
you know, the numbers were fake. And Billboard took into consideration that he was packaging um, his album with um, sweatshirts, sweatshirts, mm, and I merchandise. Think. And that was how she was like basically putting it into. That's how she was justifying the fact that her album did not go number one. And then she dragged Kylie Jenner into it. She dragged Stormy into it. Stormy did nothing. <laughs> Stormy did nothing but be born. And like that's it. Um, but she blamed basically everybody. So I'm glad that she did win this award because I did not want another outburst. I'm just. She needs to grow up. She's 35 years old, and. I'm just, oh God, poor thing. I really hope she's getting some sort of attention, like medically. Not even like from, <laughs> not even from her fans, but like, just like in general. She needs, she needs someone to talk to. What do you guys think about, about this whole situation? I mean, I think it's just really amazing that she was able to say that many things without any press or manager type person coming in and, and just pulling her away from Twitter, pulling her away right. from microphones. This kind of reminds me of Trump. Yeah. It's but like it, that, a similar phenomenon. It works for him somehow, though. And Not th- that it should, but it, it does. But, like, it's so funny because, like, his followers are always like, no, 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 he's got a point. And you're like, no, he doesn't. He's just spewing nonsense. And same with hers. Like, her fans will... You know, they attack people online for any sort of wrong opinion about her. It's very scary. Okay, I actually I'm not buying to, her album. Right? It's like, but, but they're not buying her album. So it's like, oh, you'll, you'll defend this girl, like, nonstop, but you won't go to Target and get a, an album for $14. <laughs> Man, I just, it's so sad. Um, but what else happened at the VMAs? She performed. It was a good performance. She just needs... It's hard to root for her because she's just all over the place. Who else performed? Ariana Grande performed. That was cute. You don't like her, Alana? It's too old. Like, I feel like as soon as she came out, I was like, I need to stop hearing this. <laughs> Why is that? I don't know. It's, like, really, like, the worst version of pop that finds me. It's everywhere. Like, a gym class. Like, walking <laughs> on the street. Like, I feel like Ariana Grande songs will forever haunt me. And I know I don't like her. Why? <laughs> I think she's very, I think she's talented. She's super talented. You can't deny that. But. Define talent. She's got a nice voice. I think she talented. needs to sing from her gut and not mm-hmm. from her throat. But other than yeah. that, she's great. When she finds that right note, it's beautiful. When she finds that right <laughs> note. <laughs> when she finds that right note. Her songs are like those other notes, just on repetition, haunting Aww. me, I feel. <laughs> How do you feel about her um, impromptu engagement? He was there. Oh, my gosh. She thanked, um, she thanked Pete Davidson for existing at the VMAs after she won an award. So do we still believe that thing? Pete Davidson? Mm -hmm. Pete Davidson from Saturday Night Live. Is that a white guy? The scrawny one who's always on um, Weekend Update. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know they were a thing. Not for very long they weren't a thing. Mm, That's us. 
looks right. Yeah, that's the one thing that does grind my gears about Ariana Grande she looks like is a that she's. Girl. Hey, we're not going to take the Cheetah Girls' names in vain. The Cheetah Girls are my everything. I feel like I like the Cheetah Girls, but I'm like, why wasn't she relevant then and not now? Because she was twelve. And you know what, Ariana Grande is our age. She's like twenty five. I don't, that's why I don't, I can't with her dresses, like her little sock hop dresses and her like, oh, she did not have a ponytail last night. I was so happy for her. I was like, thank God she took that ponytail out. It was like just long brown hair. And I'm like, see, this is good. Because I'm so tired of seeing that ponytail. Yes, that's the problem. She's always the same way. It's always her ponytail. Always like, and you're just like, ah, ah. her Stop. last album was good though. The one that came out over the weekend, yeah. it was good. You're like, oh, I'm sure it was. <laughs> it, it was pretty good though. Like when she, she, I don't know if she knows what works for her, but what she is given does work well. Her first album was her best. That was like all 1950s teeny bopper. It was good. That album was fire. Yours what was truly. on that album? Um, one. No, that was the second album. Um, I love the way you make me feel. Ah, with Mac Miller. Oh, yeah, um, I remember that. Remember her, Mac Miller? They were a thing. Where have you been? Under a rock, apparently. Mac Miller and her dated for like two years, but they broke up. Uh, actually not too long before her and Pete Davidson got together and she said that he was like you know not trying to become better he was like he has I think alcohol issues mm-hmm. and she's like yeah he didn't try to get better so it's like I tried so hard to be there for him and he did not he did not uh, change oh, so that's a little sad I, I wish him sad. the best yeah, so. um, but yeah she, she's, she was cute she sounded cute um, who else performed uh, Jennifer Lopez got um, the video vanguard award which I don't get because <laughs> I when I think of Jennifer Lopez I do not think of good music videos no I, the only musical video I remember from Jennifer Lopez is um, love don't cost a thing oh my God. or the one with uh, no with uh, Ben Affleck Jenny from the block where it was like paparazzi the whole time. That's like the only two videos I remember. I can't talk about that song and keep a straight face. Jenny from the Block? Why not? Because like that video was like the worst of the 2000s. <laughs> All like in a very short time frame. Just like, oh gosh. Like- Between that and Geely, it's like doesn't get any better. Geely was like, oh man, prime 2000s. That was like, oh my God, Geely. Yeah. What was that even about? Geely was a weird movie. But, hey, she's still around, and so is he. Um, but she did this big performance, like a medley of all her songs. Well, not all of them, but a good amount of her songs. Ja Rule came out, did all the oh. 2000s bops. I, I, I yelled. I would have been there for that if I had I was, like, because like, I saw him in the audience, and I'm just like, maybe he's there to support. If she brings him out, though, I'm going to lose my shit. And all you hear is, what's my motherfucking name? I'm like, yes! It was so good. But then, you know, there's always, every party needs a pooper. And DJ Khaled was that. Because DJ Khaled and her did a song recently together. And um, he he came out and screaming and just generally being awful. I don't like DJ Khaled. I think we all need a break from him. Like, a long, long break. 
like a painfully long break. Because um, how are you going to miss someone if they're never gone? <laughs> and that's how I feel about DJ Khaled all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just, he's so annoying and loud and... I'm so sick. Oh my gosh. DJ Khaled. Another one. Like he said that. He said another one um, during some acceptance speech because him, Cardi B, and J-Lo won an award for the song that they did together. And they all said something like, um, J-Lo was like, oh, thank you to everybody for like loving the song. It's not a great song. And then um, Cardi B was like, oh, thank you to my husband for being so supportive. And then DJ Khaled's just like, I have one thing to say, another one. And that, the audience was just like, <laughs> and then it was just like, woo, like very low kind of apathetic claps. I'm like, see, this is when you know you, you've exhausted your time here. And a nice break will serve us all well. And even, you know, Assad, as soon as Assad learns to run or walk, he's running right out. Him and the wife. Because she's tired, too. I can just feel it. Did you hear about uh, that thing? Uh (laughs) Ariana knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) You don't know, Alana? So, um... Oh, wait, no, I've heard. (laughs) Actually, I have. That's when you know it's hit the mainstream. She's tired of it. Oh, look at you, mainstream. (laughs) You know about DJ Khaled and his wife. Oh, issues. Yeah. oh my god um but what else happened at the vmas yeah it was a, a generally dull event and it's funny because like when you when you would watch the vmas like back in the day you'd be like oh there's always going to be something happening mm-hmm. and i think it's also because like music's boring now mm-hmm. that like it's not they're not going to come out with these kind of moments because it's like nothing interesting has happened like i think the last vmas that something happened was the one with miley cyrus and I was like five years ago when she was twerking, twerking on Robin Thicke. Wow. What was that? That was like 2013. Was that yeah, Nicki that was Minaj? Really no, it was 2013. I remember that day clear. It was Ju- uh, August 25th. <laughs> <laughs> I went to my friend's house and we watched it and we were all like mouths agape. I was like, we were like, is this, is this, is this girl really doing this? Was Nicki Minaj on that? No, but I remember Lady Gaga opened the show. It was applause. And that, <gasps> mm-hmm. that she had all these good. costume the changes. The yep, she had a square head, and then she came out and she had this like mermaid bathing suit, bra, bikini thing, and this. That was cool. That was like the. I love that performance. That was so a good much. performance. Um, what See, else happened? She's a, she's a good example of what you were talking about, like being missed. Like, I miss mm-hmm. Lady Gaga. Like, she's yes. Seen so much. She's touring and stuff. But she's not in the scene still. When she does do a little pop out, you're like, you're like, oh, ah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like oh my god, Gaga, gaga yes, yes, Gaga, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was. I think that was the last good VMAs. Um, my favorite VMA moment. Hmm. Ooh, let's think. Dang, there was a lot of good ones of all time. Of all time. That's a good question to ponder. I mean, think of the long, long chain of events coming from the whole Kanye and Taylor thing. Uh, I mean, if that never happened, we wouldn't probably have Taylor Swift. <laughs> like, imagine how how different the world would the be. The world would have been so different yeah, had Kanye not had some Hennessy and just kept his mouth shut. 
That actually happened at Radio City as well. So it's almost been 10 years that happened in 2009. Oh, wow. oh man, you know, that, oh, how could I forget this moment, though, from the VMAs last night? Um, so as we know, Aretha Franklin passed away. So Madonna. Oh, no. Someone thought it was a cute idea for Madonna to give a little anecdote about her um, her her best memory of Aretha Franklin. What? When <laughs> everyone knows that Aretha Franklin and Madonna have probably never crossed paths. I thought you were going to say she sang an Aretha Franklin. Oh, God, I would have. That would have been worse. Remember so when I'm she screwed relieved. up the Prince tribute at oh. the billboards? Oh, my God. What has she been doing on that lineup? <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, Madonna, mm, you know, <laughs> they came out. It was, like, right before she announced, like, video of the year, which was also crap. Because I, I wouldn't have given it to Camila Cabello. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Um, but, you know, it's a fan. It's fan I would have given it to This is America. I probably would have given it to oh, Finesse. Who? Bananas? Fina- bananas. Finesse. Oh, Finesse. I would Finesse was a... It was Bruno Mars doesn't so need another video. award. But Bruno Mars' video was fire. <laughs> oh, my God. So in living color realness. But, um... So, Madonna comes out. They, like, do, like, a clip of her singing, um... Say a Little Prayer, Aretha Franklin... Then Madonna comes out, and there's, like, a big picture, like, a silhouette of Aretha Franklin in the back. And she's like, Aretha Franklin is the queen. And she told this whole story. That's literally all she said. And then she said, like, a whole story about how she was, like, just getting rejected at all these, inter- all these um, auditions because she was never enough. So then she's like, she went to France, and she auditioned with... Um, you make me feel like a natural woman. And then the rest is history and she became Madonna. But the whole, the way she, I'm giving you the abridged version because this was like a five minute long story about Madonna. No. (laughs) Madonna was telling a story about Madonna and then just being like, Aretha was the queen of everything. And I'm like, Wait a minute. You didn't talk about Aretha once. (laughs) You didn't talk about Aretha once. All you said is that you auditioned with her song and then you became the Madonna that we know today. Did the audience applaud? They seemed a little confused. (laughs) Um, There was like a lot of like, like she, you know, you're a Leo, Alana. And you know, stereotypical Leo traits are like, we just love talking about ourselves. So Madonna was just like, she said... I think she said at one point, bitch, I'm Madonna. <gasps> Trying to talk about Aretha Franklin. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was bad. Wow. It was really bad. And then, oh like, oh I think today she put on Twitter, not Twitter, Instagram, she was like, I wasn't trying to make a tribute for Aretha Franklin. We're like, yes, we know, sis. Like, we know you weren't <laughs> trying to do a tribute to Aretha Franklin because it was literally about you for, the, like, five minutes straight. Oh, it was terrible. So we need to stop inviting Madonna places after people <laughs> die. The only tribute she did well, I remember VMAs ago. I think it was the 2009 one. She had a really nice story about Michael Jackson. Yeah, I remember Which is that funny because did they date for a little bit? I think they I think did. they might have dated for a hot yeah. second, which is weird. I think it was just, I think that was for publicity though because they were like both like superstars. So they're yeah. like, oh, superstars need to date whatever but that was a nice tribute but then she like screwed up the prince one 
um, I don't remember. I think she said like she sang "Nothing Compares to You" or something, and it was it was a lot. Um, Would she mess up exactly the lyrics or the melody or both? She just is not the right person to do a Prince tribute. <laughs> yeah, that's especially I don't think that Prince liked Madonna. <laughs> I think he. I think he talked about how he did. He was not a fan of hers. He thought she was a bitch or something. But because Prince would say that. But um, yeah, it was just like we need a proper tribute for Aretha, and I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to wait and see when that happens. Probably the American Music Awards in like November. I'll tell you who it needs to be. Yeah, they need to take some time out. And MTV has not been, you know, the. They're not on top of the culture like they used to be. Mm-hmm. So that was like more like culture vultures. It needs to be <laughs> <laughs> They're not they're not they're just not there anymore. So that was terrible. But um I think my favorite VMA moment, honestly, I was a huge fan of when Britney came out with that snake mm-hmm. and did I'm a slave for you. Mm-hmm. Cause Britney Spears, I've talked about it on the show a couple times. I will defend Britney Spears as a performer to the day I die. I love Britney Spears and she to me in her prime, she was like, she could do no wrong as a performer. What a performer. So when she came out with that snake, ah, oh, my God, what a performance. Oh. And then uh, two years ago when Beyonce did the, forma- the uh, lemonade medley, that was mm-hmm. everything to me. Um, that was all good. That was, those are some of my favorites. What about you guys? Do you remember any like standout moments from the VMAs? I mean, I've watched that Lady Gaga performance with the square on her head so many times. <laughs> like, every now and then, I'll just, like, tweet a screenshot of it. Just, like, thinking of better times. <laughs> Remember when. Remember when she did that um, that performance of Paparazzi and she was, like, hanging at the end? She's all bloody. Yeah. That scared that- the shit out of me. I was so, so... That was, like, when I was, like, I don't know how I feel about this Lady Gaga character. Because yeah. she was, like a little over the top for me bad romance was the one that like reined it in for me i'm like oh no she's cool she's she's cool i was over her after she did the meat thing oh that was that was also the vmas when she had the meat dress like what the fuck all the meat on her she wore the meat dress that was another thing the fashion at the vmas Mm. there hasn't been any like moments of fashion either Man, these these new characters that are in music today—they're just—they're lo- not exciting. It's yeah. the Ariana Grande generation. <laughs> it's because you know, if it wasn't for Ariana Grande, all would be well. It's—it's it's all Ariana's fault. <laughs> but yeah, what about you, Alana? What were some of your favorite VMA moments? Hmm. Well, was it at the VMAs when Pink did that one thing, like where she was literally like in the sky? Oh, when she had like the one heart nipple pasty and was like spinning. Mm. I think that was I think that was the VMAs. It was like glitter in the air. Yeah, it was crazy. That was pretty cool. And there was like water coming off her body. Oh yeah, she like, was like dipped herself in water and then just spun. It was like she was the rain. That she was, was the cloud. I think that was the first time she because now she hangs up all, upside down like all the time. Mm. But that was like the first, and we were like, whoa. How no one hangs she, upside can down. Can you guesstimate how long she was suspended like that? She was upside down for a very long time. Oh, five minutes at least. Wow. I hope, uh, yeah, but she was, a, I think she was a gymnast. So she's like, this is nothing. I could be upside down. But, but it was scary sing, to watch. And she was singing live? Yeah, I don't, oh, I think yeah. she was singing live. I think, I don't but think she's been. much so like, yeah. Yeah, because then you would hear like the, in her voice. So I had to go back and watch and see if she was singing live. But Pink is a great Another great oh, performer. So, a great oh my gosh, mm-hmm. do you guys remember when Pink was like an R and B singer? Yes. 
I think about R and B Pink a lot, <laughs> and I don't think she tries to like remind us that she was R and B at one point. I'm like, no, don't forget where you came from. Wait, what did she? Most know? girls want the man with the bling bling. Oh my god, I love that Pink. <laughs> I remember watching that video on like Yahoo Music <laughs> videos. I loved. <laughs> That must R&B have been like two thousand five. So much R and B Pink was. A, she's a great singer. Oh my god, yeah, she, she looked, has a beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. She and now I think the second album was when she was like, "I'm not gonna be R and B. I'm gonna be a rock star." And I'm like, "Okay." That's when she came into her own. But R and B Pink, wow, I was loved R and B Pink. Pink um, I kissed a girl. That was Katy Perry, huh? <laughs> oh shit. Years later, <laughs> and that was also it. The R and B Pink was like 1998. Mm-hmm. I the girl was like 2006. Yeah, <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> Katy Perry, did she ever have any good VMA performances? No. Katy Perry doesn't have girls a lot of had a lot of like. At all. Was that left? People. Was Left Shark at the VMA? That was at the Super Bowl. Oh. Left Shark. What's that? <laughs> left Shark. You don't know who Left Shark is? Left Shark was at the uh, Katy Perry's Super Bowl performance, and he was like, "It's just like a person dressed in a shark costume," and he was like, "Just not." He did not know what was going on. But it was oh on purpose. God. Did you know that it was on purpose? I heard that it was like, a, like a gimmick. Like oh, they decided, like the one shark to was like, like a totally meme. into it. Mm-hmm. Right shark, <laughs> but Left Shark, Left tried. Shark was like, yeah. Left Shark had no idea what was going on. <laughs> No, I think I I heard, I don't know where I heard this, but I heard that like that was intentional, like Aww. left shark being like silly, so yeah, out of the loop. What yeah, about right shark. Why right shark got shark. Right shark was getting it in. He was like really getting oh, the choreography. Really person, I was being facetious. No, there was a right shark. <laughs> there was there was like Katie in the middle with her like she had like a beach ball. Uh, bra top, uh-huh. and then left shark was like, what is going on? And then right shark knew all the choreography. <laughs> Oh, wait, what song was that? California Girls. That was a good song. Californication. <laughs> Californication? <laughs> no, California Girls. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Katy Perry. Did Katy Perry ever perform? I'm sure she has. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Katy Perry's not very memorable. Mm-hmm. Not at all. I don't remember anything after Dark Horse. Dark Horse was a bop. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like the song. But dope. then she had that one, that one recent phase where she was like all screwed up with her um her short blonde hair and she did that song with the Migos. That was a that was a that was a moment. Someone <laughs> I remember on Twitter they were like, "Oh, the same yeah, it was like uh, Bon Appetit." Oh, that was so bad. Swish swish bit. That, that was that was same so album. Bad. Swish swish with uh Nicki Minaj. Someone wrote on Twitter like during that Katy Perry era. Katy Perry era, like the same parasite that bit Miley Cyrus found a new host in Katy Perry. And I'm like, <laughs> that is the most accurate thing I've ever read in my life. Yeah, Katy Perry. Mm. Oh, oh, I'm, uh, yeah. So the VMAs were boring this year, but you know, but the VMAs in the past have given us such great moments, and we can't forget about those great moments. And I think that's all for Talk of the Town. <laughs> so we're going to move right on to questions with the, the guests. So we'll start with Alana really fast. Tell me a little bit about your fashion journey. And then when she's done, Ariana, tell me a bit about your journey with content production and creation. And then also give us a little rundown about what Verico is. 
Okay, well, I'll start with, like, my experience in, like, a fun spinoff, like, haha, this should be a comedy show way. <laughs> but I came to the city in 2015, and I knew I wanted to work in fashion. I knew ultimately I wanted to be a buyer. Um, and I had a really a lot of insight into what that meant. And then my first job was, like, working in wholesale. And true, this is very true story. This is not, I mean, it's funny now, but I literally entered my back. Um, so if how did you do your back if people ever ask you what's the worst work store you ever have it's like well i used to have a serious back injury um well basically working in wholesale is super like nitty-gritty right it's like you have to work in the showroom you have to also help with like sending out samples all this stuff i remember there was this awful sample closet it was like where truly like injuries were going to happen mm-hmm. and one day i got like locked in it with like mid box and like it was like the happiest box ever and then i remember just like i like tried to like drop it or whatever but i was like stuck in the door and then like my uh, back literally like ugh, yeah just was like bad. gave out yeah it was oh really gosh. bad and so yeah that's like the worst funny part but <laughs> funny now but like at the time i was like why is this my first job in this city like life shouldn't be this way and then i had to like take like ubers everywhere Aww. that's when like get had just started i was like oh this is great and so that i took like all these like random black cars for like dirt cheap but like i couldn't do anything really so mm-hmm. it was like not fun at all i was like my first few months in the city oh, and then <laughs> that's not fun <laughs> at all yeah and so then i moved over to buying where it had like a true like nine to five like everything was great um and was at Saks for a while went to jet um worked in e-commerce it was like super tech super startup i'll say like knowing like who you are as a person is like the most important like career advice when people ask me for things that was so like Mm -hmm. tech bro not me like Mm -hmm. (laughs) as it could get and it was kind of just like okay this is like comical in the sense that like why am i like here um and then finally now like i founded verico and i quit my job doing verico full time and it's like really exciting to just you know be doing what i'm passionate about being able to you know our site is online it's like a new way to rethink and to really reimagine vintage fashion Mm -hmm. and so you know it's really cool because i'm i work with a designer i work with on the business stuff and so now we've launched like our own like Verco branded collections um and everything is truly you know vintage pieces that will you know come sit down and we'll say like all right well obviously this is not staying like this we're reworking it into either like a really cool top we have like a really cool set we have a lot of cool dresses for going out um this is one of our tops ah. <laughs> and we also of course we'll still keep doing like our hand-picked stuff so we'll have like one-of-a-kind vintage at like really great prices and that'll always be like what we do and what we stand for and then yeah i think that's most of it i'll let ariana talk about the blog since that's uh, all her. yeah okay um so i uh, oh, my story doesn't make any sense. I <laughs> I went to NYU. I graduated from NYU a couple years ago, and then I like wanted to like maybe do something in 
either like digital journalism or film space, no job really presented itself. I ended sure. up. <laughs> Don't yeah. I know it? Yeah. <laughs> um, I ended up getting a master's degree in performance studies, which is like a really wild field that encompasses pretty much everything. Um, but all through that whole time and when I was in college, I was getting into journalism and writing and that led to um, some freelance writing since I left college um, and I've been doing uh, stuff in fashion spaces and whatever and doing a lot of social media for various um, you know the way I pay rent is basically just trying to get jobs for whoever will pay me to use the skills that I have <laughs> um, and so eventually that led to um, my roommate was working with Alana at their last job um, and so he connected us and I thought it was really cool idea I'd like to say he's not a tech bro he's not no he's cool he's not a tech bro <laughs> no <laughs> not tech not bro <laughs> um, and so I had been wanting to do stuff more and more in the fashion space and so this is a really cool way that I get to exercise those creative muscles and do some art directing as well and uh, the blog that Alana was talking about we have a blog as you know mm-hmm. you were our second post on Woo-hoo, it Called, yeah, the Badass Babes blog, where we just speak to women who are doing really cool things in their careers and making it work and slip in some some talk about fashion, too, and, you know, feature them and, and work with them and just try and elevate women who we think are awesome. <laughs> I'm laughing because I was on this, on your Badass Babes fashion blog, and I'm wearing sweats today. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just the pinnacle of fashion. <laughs> I oh my god I was so tired this morning I'm like I'm not going to try today I should have though because now we're gonna take like pictures at the end of this I'm gonna look like a bum but <laughs> it is all good so how did the idea for Verico come about and when was the point when you you knew you wanted to make your dream in your head about it a reality yeah so I don't know. I feel like this is funny because, like, recently I've been talking about this a lot because we just did a blog post about me. I um, read it. <laughs> but basically, I don't know. I always felt like there was just, like, a need for vintage to be more accessible to people in different places. I went to school in Nashville, Tennessee, and, like, those vintage stores were either, like, literally disgusting, like, you <laughs> smell like you're in your grandma's basement in not an okay way, and questionable if those things were actually laundered, so... Mm-hmm. not cool and then <laughs> and the other end of the spectrum was like the super super expensive ones where you're just like okay i don't want this 1920s dress this is weird and it's ill-fitting um and so it was like why couldn't <laughs> m- like medium you know emerging cities like have a cool way to shop vintage the way that new york did and i think like people come to new york and they're like oh let's check out the vintage stores and it's like okay well how can we like make New York vintage accessible to more people and, you know, spread that like very like cool girl, like urban edge and show that piece of vintage. Cause I think a lot of times people see like all of these like weird vintage dresses that are like from the forties, fifties, sixties. And it's cool if you're a collector and those things will be expensive and collector prices. But if you're just like a millennial, who's just trying to have like an individualized, you know, look for the night or just look super cool. And everyone's like, oh, well, that's not from Zara. Then where are you supposed to shop? You're not mm-hmm. supposed to, you're not going to wear like these like weird moo's and all the stuff yeah. that like you see in all these like really kind of, can I say uppity? 
uppity places. <laughs> it's totally fine. Yeah. So we are, you know, an affordable alternative to that. And we have like that cool, like more like modern edge. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. I'm so glad that I, I recently bought their Tommy Hilfiger tube top because it gave me, I'm a big fan of the 90s and it gave me Aaliyah vibes. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I need, I need. So I went on because I was looking for the top forever. Mm. And then I was like, oh my God, it's on the shot. As soon as I saw it on the site, I'm like, me. let me just go buy this. I'm so slow sometimes. I'm so, so, so <laughs> happy that I got that top. And I'm going to wear it this weekend. I'm going to Atlanta. Hey. So it is going to make an appearance on my Instagram. I'm going to tag Verico in it for sure. Um, so where does the name Verico come from? Mm. And what else makes it stand out um, from other vintage clothing companies yeah so the name i i was talking to someone today about the name and the person gave me a lot of like hype i felt like really cool about it <laughs> so like if you guys don't have that level of hype just not to pre-hype it up but like <laughs> just to make sure we're clear i just want to let you know like it's it's a big deal someone yeah. thinks it's a big deal <laughs> someone somewhere um so basically bear is the spanish verb meaning to see and co is short for collective. So we're a collective of women who want to see and who want to really reimagine vintage fashion. So it's more so like our site is like a new way to see vintage fashion. So like when we have like, <laughs> so like when we have like the hand picked stuff, it's like, okay, well this is stuff that you might not just have found. And we're going out searching near there everywhere to really get you that quality stuff at really great prices Mm -hmm. but then in terms of like our collection it's like okay we're really like seeing vintage in a new way like we're giving life to these items Mm -hmm. and giving them a new modern spin and like some of them are now like ready like to wear going out you know and and so we're reinvent we're reinventing the wheel a little bit and trying to be (laughs) like you know like make vintage cool and mainstream and just make it feel modern and like an affordable, sustainable option. Mm-hmm. Love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So what does the team at Veracote look like as of now? Mm-hmm. So we have myself. We have Ariana, who's our head of social. Emily is our head of design. And then we have two more potential new hires. Um, who will One will be a customer success. And then the other person will manage growth and revenue. So, so we're... You- taken over nice have you ever like led a team before or is this like your first time like really going for it yeah so managing people is new and i think i'm good at it yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're great (laughs) awkward i mean i think i'm pretty easy to manage yeah yeah so i think that's the thing you learn right like i feel like i'm so lucky to have a team that's very easy to manage and like they're very much so independent and like super good at what they do so i'm kind of just like oh yeah that's cool and like (laughs) and i'm like they're on the silence like yeah yeah but like i'm not like super like inside like the situation with them i feel like i'm very hands off which is why like i don't know i feel like i went to your birthday like i'm super like mm-hmm. social and like not i'm like, not corporate. one of those bosses that you you a know cool hey yeah i'm, a, I'm, I'm not a like cool. a regular boss i'm a cool boss <laughs> yeah after our launch video we all got beers yes see that's nice yeah that's a nice way you know yeah, spread cool. some camaraderie around the office yeah loving yeah. it so 
Where did the concept for the Badass Babes blog come from, Ariana? Oh, I mean, the idea was Alana's. Uh, Well, when she when she hired me, she was like immediately, I want to do this thing. Um, You were saying it was inspired by Into the Gloss Mm -hmm. and how Glossier like used that kind of just actually putting out interesting content and you know talking to people who had things to say rather than simply being like buy our product buy our product buy our product Mm -hmm. so the blog is a really good outlet for kind of putting into practice these things that we talk about in our like marketing copy all the time about like supporting women supporting diversity and all of that this is a way to actually promote women who are doing cool things and who are making Mm -hmm. careers happen I appreciate it because (laughs) like we love supporting women on this show. We love supporting women in general. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj doesn't, but, <laughs> <laughs> but we do. <laughs> so what are, some <laughs> what are some of your favorite products from Verico and why? Oh, man. I think right now the rework stuff, I, I just love it mm-hmm. because so many people were like, you can't do that. You can't do that. And I was like, trust and believe, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Ariana has heard this story before. But it took a long time to find someone who could really, I think, understand like what we're going for mm-hmm. and like really be excited about it. And the designer has mm-hmm. to be that. They have to be like a champion for your brand. And the, originally, we were working with this one girl who... I had some concerns originally when I was talking to her about diversity and female empowerment. She made some like sketchy statements. I was like, mm, don't think you get it. <laughs> but I was like, maybe she didn't need to get it. But then after a while, I was like, no, no, this is not going to work. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and so <laughs> I remember I showed her like in one of maybe like our second, third meeting, I was like, all right, this is this skirt that we're gonna make into mini dress. She was like, oh, I don't know. I don't think we can do it. And then like ultimately she was like, no, I'm, I'm not gonna take that one today to do. And I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of just gave her a side eye and mm-hmm. was like, all right. <laughs> I think we're gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> and so then time passes, time passes. Obviously like that wasn't working out. I found someone new. I found Emily, who now works for us as the head of design. And Emily was like, oh, yeah, for sure. And so now it's, like, Good. one of the most fun, like, easy to wear out, like, silk mini dresses. Like, it's gorgeous. All of our – it's, like, the highlight of all of our, like, promotional videos right now and all of our ads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's gotten so much strong responses on social. Like, people – I don't know. It's super compelling. Like, it's one of those things where you're, like – haha like i wish this girl could see that like i want to send her all the screenshots and then like the stats after i'm like people like this (laughs) but you know that's what i'm most excited about what about you ariana i i mean i also just think the whole reworked i think the idea behind it is so cool because first of all like there's so much stuff in the world like there are so many pieces of clothing that already exist So I like the idea of taking these things that are already out there and making them new rather than just churning out more and more product and product into the world that we're already filling up like a landfill. Um, And 
it is a really good answer to some of the problems with vintage too and why people are like skeptical about shopping vintage or don't want to make the time commitment because Mm -hmm. like it's true that a lot of vintage pieces even if they're really well made uh, and have really nice materials like what makes them look dated is like the cut like the fit is just not something that you would wear anymore Mm -hmm. so it's really nice to be able to take like an old pair of jeans that doesn't like really look good on anyone and you wouldn't wear it unless you're like going for like that like ugly on purpose like Instagram (laughs) look ugly by choice yeah and (laughs) cut it into just a skirt that is objectively cute nice Mm -hmm. my favorite is still those Kylie cutout jeans (laughs) there's a pair of jeans that they have on the site where like the bottom of like your under butt (laughs) is cut out and it's like little peekaboo love them I think they're they're so cute like oh my god I love those so much. If no one snatches them up with it, like by the end of the year, they're mine. Like, I'm gonna get them. They're super cute. Um, what's your favorite era of vintage fashion and why? Or just fashion in general? I love the 80s. I think like sometimes it's like, why am I here now? <laughs> and I wish I like was in the 80s and like at least like teens in the 80s. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was just born in the 90s all around, so I completely <laughs> missed it. But to have been there mm-hmm. and like... Oh, darn. <laughs> just, I think just the muse, 80s music, like the fashion, like everything was just so like on point. And it's just like walking around. And then I see people like wearing like cool like 80s jeans or like 80s fashion now. And I'm like, yes, yes. Like we can be cool like the 80s. Yes, we can. <laughs> it's and possible. And so like it feels like super mm-hmm. like nostalgia and just like so exciting that people are finding these things and like i think you kind of can see on this site like 80s 90s influence Mm -hmm. is really like what inspires me the most i think sometimes we'll find stuff that's like older than that and it is just cool like it's just at that point it's like so hard Mm -hmm. that it's like you know like we're really spending that time sourcing it and it shows um, like in the end result to how much we meet, how much our customers mean to us. But I think like me personally, it's like, okay, well, I want to wear jeans from the eighties. I probably, if I could get like some really cool sneakers from the eighties, that would be really nice too. Mm-hmm. Then like some sort of top from the eighties mm-hmm. maybe, and then maybe a jacket from the nineties. Cause the nineties mm-hmm. was when jackets were like, oh, I'm a big fan yeah. of the baggy nineties yes. oversized chunky look mm-hmm. oh my eyes ever i have like chronic dry eyes oh no are there any tissues around here yes my eyes are like constantly drying it's such That's a painful life to live <laughs> <laughs> yay what about you ariana <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'd say the 90s. I feel like what I wear depends a lot on the weather. Like, I only want to, and I I also did a blog post the other day, so I'm just completely repeating what I said there. (laughs) But uh, I only want to wear skirts and dresses in the summer. Like, Mm -hmm. I I will not bother with pants at all. I will will only maybe bother with shorts if they're, like, really loose and basically a skirt. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just, and then in the winter, I only want to wear jeans and flannel. (laughs) So I feel like the 90s is a really good way to look for those, like, very simple but still, like, classic looks that hold up. Nice. Good explanation. (laughs) Glad you said it and repeated it here. (laughs) So um, what are your biggest goals for Verico as a company as you continue to grow? Yeah, so I think for us right now, we need to just, like, 
get the photo studio, get the office space, get rolling and and going. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like nervous, you know. You're like, wait, I like to work for my bed. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, well, we'll probably get a photo studio in Brooklyn. It's like can I take the train and not take two? (laughs) And then you start thinking about your budget and you're like, no, it might be like three trains. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Especially if they said that the L train's supposed to be screwed up for like two years. years. Oh God, I can't even. But yeah, that and then also just like, you know, how can we grow and make sure that we're getting out to more people? I know like a lot of people on the team have interest in doing pop-ups and I think we'll find like a cool way to do those. That would be fun. I just think they're not always cool and <laughs> <laughs> our premise should be to be cool and relevant mm-hmm. um, as a brand identity. So mm-hmm. I don't want us to like put ourselves in a pop-up with like potentially lame people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And be surrounded by like brands that we just don't vibe with uh-huh. so yeah. i think that's kind of tricky we'll figure that out and then you know just finding more people for the blog getting more voices out there i think at the end of the day like i think the blog is something that really motivates our team mm-hmm. because we always feel like it like holds us in terms of like the glue like we can always like know like okay this is an awesome way to just like tell our brand story through all mm-hmm. of these amazing people and i know it keeps me like super grounded super excited just to see like okay like who's on the blog this week mm-hmm. like um, so that's something that I think I'm hoping we can just keep getting like a lot of like traction there, a lot more visibility and, mm-hmm. you know, like get into more like magazines and stuff so that mm-hmm. our, more stories are out there. Yeah. These are people doing awesome things that deserve more visibility than just our blog. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. And last question, what advice would you give to people who are interested in or not interested, but about to take like the leap of faith and like leave their job <laughs> and pursue of in pursuit of a passion because i know that could be scary as hell because i i left my um like my dance teacher position to be like i'm going to new york all the time so i can be a writer and Mm -hmm. that was scary man that was real scary i think what i would say is like don't listen to other people because everyone (laughs) around you will be like you have to be super safe super Uh conservative and all this stuff and it's like wait what like the people around you usually who are saying that are not either one they're not safe or conservative and they're living their best lives or two they're like bored and always complaining about their jobs so it's like mm-hmm. what are you talking about yeah. <laughs> like you hate your job don't tell me to stay at my job that i don't like, exactly. like so i think it's just about like trusting your gut like knowing like what you're capable of like at the end of the day like you always will know your limits and you'll know like when you're you've done too much or when you just need more help and you'll know when to ask for that help Mm -hmm. so you kind of just have to like trust yourself up until that point just take the leap of faith and know like okay at the end of the day like there are so many things that you can do if you just give yourself the chance that's a good advice to good Mm -hmm. advice to give That's a good way to end it. (laughs) Thank you guys for answering those questions. Of course. And now the third segment of the show is called Unpopular Opinions. So you give an unpopular opinion or a hot take about anything, and we discuss it. You've already given your Ariana Grande one, but you can certainly (laughs) give another. Because everyone's got I already was telling Ariana this would happen, but I do like Drake's most recent album. (laughs) 
and I know you're an anti Drake person, so yeah. I might be so what do lighting you, myself. What do you on like fire. about it? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like grinning. I'm like, so Defend that. what do you like about it? Um, <laughs> well, I think there are a lot of hits on it that. You know, it's like the best thing to listen to when you're trying to work. Because you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it gets you so amped up. Like, you're just like, wow, like, maybe, like, maybe one day, one day, Drake, I'll be like your level and like fashion, you know? Like, it's like, gives you so much enthusiasm. Does no one else feel this? No. No. <laughs> I actually skipped a good amount of songs on that album. Like, I tried to give him a What about a listen. Nonstop? I don't even remember what that one sounds like. The only ones I remember, the only ones I remember what they sound like are God's Playing because it was on the radio, mm-hmm. Nice for What because it was on the radio, that Kiki song because it was on the radio, um, and then this other song called Mob Ties. I don't remember Mob It was Ties. on like the R&B side mm-hmm. or whatever because he like cut it into two or whatever. Um, but I skipped a lot of that. It was, I thought it was kind of dull. He doesn't make good bodies of work. Mm. Mm. But my listeners That's already know how to do it. <laughs> but yeah, you can enjoy it if you want. To each his own. Mm-hmm. Well, that's my unpopular opinion. <laughs> Drake's album was good. <laughs> what about you, uh, Ariana? I I don't know if this counts as an opinion, because I like, probably shouldn't be forming opinions about things that don't exist yet. But I... Um, <laughs> so I've seen the preview for A Star is Born like four times now. And I get... Like, my heart is so warmed every time, even though, like, I have a feeling that it might not be the best movie. <laughs> but the thing is, I'm telling you in advance, I will defend it to my death. Because of Lady Gaga? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's uh, Bradley Cooper directed, I guess it's a remake of A Star is Born, um, with Lady Gaga as, like, the, the young up-and-coming star, and he, like, brings her into fame and whatever. I don't know. It's a lot of You know of they wanted Cooper. Beyonce for that part. But then I think she had the babies, or the I think she had blue, or you know she's not a good actress. So <gasps> hey, I'm an honest Beyonce fan. True. I'll point out yeah, I'll point out when she's wrong. She's not a good actress. But um, you know she acts when she performs, and it's amazing. that's the thing, which is wild. Because like, when you're on stage, you are performing. So it's yeah. like, how are you so bad at? It's a different kind of performance, so yeah. though. Mm-hmm. It comes true. from. I mean, but, Skip, but, but you can't teach like, dancing. Well, no, that's well, a lie. That's, you can't. <laughs> some of that's, that's, like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever said in my life. That was so stupid. Um, now, sometimes that, that sort of ability, like performance ability, is innate. Like Gaga has a performance ability that's she innate. And she, yeah, she went to <laughs> for a year. Yeah, she left. Yeah. And didn't she, didn't she get into Juilliard? Lady Gaga? I don't know if she got into Juilliard. I know that when she was at NYU, she was studying musical theater, though. Mm-hmm. I don't... I, I mean, what did you think of her in... Um, American Horror Story? Mm-hmm. Um, Lady Gaga was in that? Yeah, she was yeah. in um, yes. Hotel. I didn't like how she kept pushing her teeth out. Like, she kept... <laughs> Every wa- go back, go back and watch American Horror Story Hotel. You tried though, and every time, every time Lady Gaga would say a line, and then like hold, like wait, I guess mm-hmm. t- wait a beat. She would always like push her like teeth out. I can't explain it, but you have to, you have to go back and watch it, and then you'll know what I'm talking about. But um, I thought she was good in that. I thought she was pretty good in American Horror Story. I thought she was just so, like, this is a role written for Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah. 
the countess, right? Yeah. Mm. Still a little mad that she wasn't Donatella Versace, though. <gasps> that would have been everything. What? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's so far. <laughs> oh my god, she like is. She like wants she to is be Donatella, Donatella Versace. Versace. <laughs> No, I can't. I can't align with you guys here. This is crazy. Like Penelope did a great did job you, and everything, but no, Penelope Cruz had that down pat. I thought her accent could have been a little thicker because I could understand every word she said. <laughs> I think I think that Gaga would have killed that role. Man, because she, she can do campy mm-hmm. and like everything Ryan Murphy does is campy. Mm-hmm. What do you mean campy? Like. Like dramatic, like like elevated. Mm. Had, but had she challenged herself with that Donna Ver- Donatella Versace role, that would have been on point. That was such a good show. That show was good. Go that was a great. I would great watch that show, show live. People be like, "What's up?" I'm like, "Don't talk to me." Yep, I would get excited. I would be like, "Oh, you know, it's Wednesday. I have the night shift." I'm like, "Oh, oh my god, American Crime Stories on tonight." <laughs> I had, oh my god, Darren Chris killed it yeah if he doesn't get an emmy i'm calling the police (laughs) because he was so so good yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. he played um andrew cunanan that's like my i don't know what it is i'm like interested in like high profile deaths yeah so like the versace murder is like oh my god i just went to miami for my birthday and i'm like guys we have to go by the versace house Wait, and i was like i was posing like yeah uh, oh my yeah, god yeah it happened right here i was like oh my god this is so cool i love that oh my god that show is so good yeah that was very oh, well done story? yeah mm-hmm. it was american crime story the assassination of gianni versace but no, it was no, a spinoff of ahs uh, no just a different anthology series yeah oh. But it was so good. I think the next one is like Hurricane Katrina. What? Oh, I thought the next one was that lady who killed all of her kids. And everyone's like, in no, the bathtub? I don't remember her name. It's like when this stuff happens, it's like you try not to you think about You try not to think about, you know, <laughs> right. the woman who killed all her children in the bathtub. Right. Like you're like, oh, I don't want to yeah, know I her think name. It's, um, I think it's like the crimes against like humanity or something. So it'll be oh. Hurricane Katrina and how like FEMA, FEMA fucked everybody over and George Bush hated everybody and didn't help and all that jazz. I think that's what it is. I would love to see the Casey Anthony one. Mm. Sarah Paulson would kill it as Casey Anthony because mm-hmm. you know she would be in it mm-hmm. and play Casey yeah. Anthony. <laughs> yeah, that would be really really good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, the new American Horror Story is gonna be. Um, apocalypse and it's like a crossover between <laughs> i think coven and murder house, house yeah. this I is all apocalypse, apocalypse. <laughs> i only know that because when i was walking to the subway there was a sign that said ahs apocalypse and it was like a creepy little baby or something i quite enjoy american horror story i don't watch scary stuff it it's seems really twisted nice that-, that people do. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> if we're being honest. Some of the stuff <laughs> last season was a little... Le- I don't usually like it either. I usually watch American Horror Story with the lights on. <laughs> um, I'm with the lights off. Like, this last season, there was a couple <laughs> moments where I was like, I am not going to be able to sleep. Um, <laughs> there was um, the, freak show se- the freak show one freak show. Oh, yeah, with yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Twisty the Clown. 
I had to watch that with the lights on because Twisty was scary. <laughs> That sounds awful. Twisty, well, Twisty had a sad little backstory, which made it even worse. Because you're like, oh, I feel bad for him, but he's like hideous and scary and a murderer. So, but it was it was really bad. Um, That was scary. Hotel was hotel. I stopped watching midway because it was so predictable. Mm, That's terrible. Um, The next one was I think Roanoke. Did not even bother to watch that because they didn't give us any background about what it was. And then I watched the first episode. I'm like, what is this? So I stopped. Mm. And then the last one was like election. What? What? It was like American Horror Story. Was it election? That was not the name of it. American Horror Story. Wait, was it about the 2016 election? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> it was like, That's oh, American, it was American Horror watching. Story cult. So it was like, um, it was like a um, allegory uh, for the election. Uh-huh. So like the guys uh-huh. were all upset. Like the one guy was obsessed with um, like Donald Trump and he like basically ran a cult of people in this town. He was having an election of his own but he was like totally not the right candidate and he was like oh it was it was it was a good one it, i like because i'm a big fan of you know literary agents so i was like yes allegory mm-hmm. it was really it was very smartly done mm-hmm. um so we'll see how good this next season is mm-hmm. but yeah so you're in popular opinion a star is born is going to be a good movie even if it's not <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Bradley Cooper is directing it. That's yeah, he's in it too. Yeah, that is a little weird that he's directing. Did he direct um, American Sniper? Mm. Or was he just in that? I hope he didn't. Because he was just in it. That was a good movie. It was sad though too. I see it. Bradley Cooper has been challenging himself a lot as an actor. I think it's it's been nice mm-hmm. to see because what he was in like all these silly little movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now he's like a big star. Mm-hmm. Um, my unpopular opinion, kind of going back a little bit to the VMAs. Um, <laughs> I like Jennifer Lopez. I just don't think she's particularly good at anything. <laughs> Ooh. Not even dancing? Wow, no, she's an excellent is... dancer. Oh, okay. She's an excellent dancer because that's what she was originally. Yeah. Why, girl? doing like she started dancing when she was like really young she was a fly girl um but then she's like she wants to do all this extra stuff like she's nobody's singer i'm sorry she's not the strongest actress she's just a little flat um her perfumes smell good (laughs) but um i like that movie enough enough is enough is a good stellar i actually watched enough (laughs) yet like for the first time in a while not too long ago like came on couple weeks ago and i watched it as though it was the first time i was like oh i love enough it was that's a good movie what about um the movie with uh when she had the evil stepmother oh I mean, bride stepmother, bride mother and mo- monster in law oh yeah, yeah. Mm. 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 like she's just not made in manhattan yeah mm. i mean it's a cute movie but it's not great and she's yeah, not great, great in it She's just wedding like plan- not wedding the wedding pl- planner oh yeah oh, that that was was it is the wedding that planner that was heartwarming but it doesn't mean she's a good actress. <laughs> <laughs> it may be a cute like, movie, but it, she's not good. What yeah. do you define as a good actress? Not her. A good, <laughs> like a good, what would I define as a good actress? Let me think of some good actresses. People who act. Like we were just talking about Sarah Paulson. Mm-hmm. That's an actress. Yeah. Someone who challenges themselves and goes above and beyond what they're used to doing. Like she plays it safe. Mm-hmm. She's just so safe yeah. in all her That's films. True. Except mm-hmm. for Enough. Enough was like, yes. Because mm-hmm. she was like, 
she was a badass and she was kicking some butt. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, her singing is flat. Her acting is flat. <laughs> her dancing is not. But even when she was a fly girl, she wasn't the best fly girl. Jack of all trades is a master of none. <laughs> and there we have it. And that is all I have to say about that. There's a lot of like people who are like multi-hyphenates and I'm just like, you do all this stuff, but like, are you great at it? Or are you just like doing a lot of things and we're all giving you credit because you're like, oh, you don't have to be just one thing, which is cool. Like, don't just be one thing. No one ever got far in life like being stagnant. Mm-hmm. And I love how she's challenged herself and done so many things. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> she's just not great at them. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah, I just... Her music videos really did not warrant an award. She got an award? She got the Video Vanguard Award. Oh, you did say that? For what, what song? Like, all her music videos. So it's basically like an award that's like, it's your like music career. videos are just iconic. And I'm like, yeah. where yeah, that's do crazy. you see an that's iconic? <laughs> where? Like, that's, 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 uh, that's uh, uh, reach. Like, that's like, you're like a Space Jam level reach. Like, that is <laughs> not, like, her music videos are, n- where? Where are they iconic? I don't remember a, si- like I said, uh-huh. two Jennifer Lopez music videos do I remember. Right. Love Don't Cost a Thing. And Jenny from the Block. And, and she didn't even do anything. In, uh, and Jenny from the Block, all she did was be, have like paparazzi follow her all around. Right. And, and she was on a boat. Love the Close thing. All I remember is that scene, that super hot scene where she's in the bathing suit and <laughs> like doing the thing in the water. And all I like, remember in Love Don't Close the thing is that choreography where they went in like a clump. But other than that. That should have gone, that award should have gone to Janet. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That would have been good because Janet was always giving you. Giving you the look. The thing, when when they were doing the Vanguard performance last night, I was watching and I was like, wow, she's just a great performer. And she's got a nice catalog that you're like, oh, wow, I remember this. I remember that. Like, mm-hmm. it, her catalog brings you back. Mm-hmm. However, it's the songs, not yeah. the videos that bring you back. <laughs> yeah, so I'm right. like, well, how did she get? And you know what? I think MTV is usually inclined to give people the vanguard when they have something coming up. Mm. So watch at the end of the year, she's going to have some sort of announcement. Or yeah, with in this fourth quarter, there's going to be some sort of announcement. I'm still waiting for them to give Missy Elliott her things. Yes, Good. that's a fact. Like Missy Elliott had some Missy amazing Elliot's videos. videos are mm. the best. Like that, Missy Elliott is mm. honestly that's someone I miss and I want to see another video. Yeah. Well, she Absolutely. had her, her. She had a video come out last year called "I'm Better," that was cool. But that's a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> but what about this year, though? No, no, I understand what I you mean. She went away for too long. Yeah, I know she was sick because she has. I think she, she has Graves, Graves disease. disease. Yeah, she, I know she was sick, but like I think she just waited too long. Like you have. The younger generation now being like, oh, who's that new artist? Did y'all hear about that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember. Disrespect when she performed. I think it was a football game. Yeah, it was a Super Bowl. Super and they're just like, who is this rapper? Well, and I'm like. Well, she's good. It's like. <laughs> she's been <laughs> good. Like she alley. wrote all these songs. songs and right. she has all this. Right. Oh, they just keep disrespecting this woman like That's that. But MTV, mm-hmm. like I said, they're not with the times. They don't. And we need to give our flowers to our, our icons while they're still around to smell them. And Missy Elliott deserves all the flowers. And you know, you know, when Missy, if and when Missy ever wins this stupid ass award, 
that performance it's gonna, gonna be, be tired lit. oh, oh my gosh because when missy puts on a show, on show. <laughs> missy puts on a show so that's why i just don't understand like why did j-lo win that there's so many other people i would pick before j-lo it, period like not even just missy like right. gaga still hasn't got one yeah. i wonder well, if they're trying to yeah, I wonder because J Lo's like in her fifties, right. right? Right. She's damn near there. She's I think she's J Lo. <laughs> no. Or approaching sixty. No, no. Okay, I, now you're you're out of pocket. I, now okay. Jennifer Lopez is forty nine years old. She is not. Jennifer Lopez is forty nine. Sixty. Really? She's forty nine. Like Madonna her? is sixty. Oh, true. Yeah. She just oh, turned Angela 60. Bassett just turned 60. Oh, Angela Bassett looks okay. amazing. Oh, my God, that body. Jeez. Jeez. She makes me, like, like I want to be like her when I grow up. <laughs> like, her, she looks amazing. But, no, J-Lo it was, would not be my first choice for any sort of legacy award. I know. I guess if general. we're trying to think of, like, performers of, of that age. Yeah. Singles. Where? Like song, like <laughs> but not just that. No, no, no. J Lo was like the it queen, like back in. She was early... never my it queen. No, no, no. I, I mean, did like, enjoy her songs, I mean, but like in terms of like features, think about that for a second. Like J-Lo I'm gonna go on Billboard like and go to her chart queen. history. Yeah, look at her discography because she did she she did a lot of features that went number one. Are we talking about when she was in Diddy's videos? Remember when her Back and Diddy then, went to that club and there was like a shootout? Mm. Ooh. What club? I forgot about that. She has four number one hits. Oh. That's it? That's not that a lot. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Hold on, I'm about to find out. Hold on. Hot 100. Jayla has gotten burned. I mean, like, she, like, I, I'm, By this unpopular opinion. I'm real. Ain't it funny? If you had my love and all I had. Okay, so those are, like, the songs you would think would be number one. That was, um, I'm real. That's the only song they collaborated on? And they did Ain't It Funny, too. So, so Ja Rule is the the key to her success. (laughs) And I'm glad she bought him out last night, because that would have been, like, an injustice. I'm like, that would have been weird. But you bought out DJ, DJ Khaled. It's weird though; they never were a thing romantically. Ja Rule so. and J Lo. Love Don't Cost a Thing is not on there. That was, I think, that was up there. Oh. Um, but no. so many collabs together. I feel like they did a couple. Oh, remember that I'm Real remix? It's like I'm real. What you get is what you see. What oh you try no. to do. <laughs> see, like she did have such, like I'm not gonna just like discredit her. Like she's got good songs. She's got great movies, like enough. But she's not great doing them. No, not at all. She doesn't, she's not, she's just, she's gotten by, she's gotten this far. And I'm very happy for her. You know, she came from like nothing. Yep. Don't be fooled by the rocks that she got. She rode that six train all the way up. It's like she is, um, like she's, she's just a regular, regular, regular girl from the Bronx, and I'm. That's awesome to see, but she's just not great at anything. Like not like, oh my god. Legit, like living legend icon status. I'm like that for me. We have to. There's a couple words. This is another unpopular opinion. There's a couple words in this in 
in the dictionary, in public consciousness that we need to kind of re- take back and reevaluate why we use them. <laughs> so legend, that's something we got to we got to stop throwing that around. Icon, got to stop. Um what was another one? Oh, um Oh damn, classic. That's another mm. one. We got to stop. Us album comes out Three hours later, oh, it's a classic. Where? It just came out. How are you going to say something's a classic if it just came out? Mm-hmm. Oh, earlier this year, I think my first unpopular opinion were like a couple of words that needed to like leave. It was like shook and like all those stupid words. <laughs> now I'm, re- I'm, t- I'm reclaiming that. And br- these are the words that need to stop. Classic, legend, icon. We're done. We're done. We're not doing it anymore. I think the people who say those are also the unpopular people. Like... <laughs> Like, uh, like a bunch Kanye of hype beasts. calls himself an icon every other sentence. Now mm-hmm. listen here. <laughs> Kanye calls himself an oh, icon. Kanye, yeah. Yeah. Listen here. Everyone who <laughs> uses those words are self-proclaiming. Mm-hmm. Now listen here. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye West did a lot for music. Yes. Uh oh. Wait Why a minute. Do you think that? Why do I think that? Because yeah. it's the truth. Um, we. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Kanye produced on Jay-Z's Reasonable Doubt, and that was one of Jay-Z's best albums. Um, then he yeah. has, you know, his own songs, his own videos, his own... Do I hear the I word coming? To me, because I am a, a Kanye hey. apologist. Yeah. You're a Kanye apologist. I fucking love Kanye West, yeah. and I'll do anything. And not with the he things he says. Things. Yeah. Not the things that he says. The work that he does. And Kanye West has produced some great songs, done some great songs. He basically also was like one of the, um, like, you know how all these like little emo hip hop kids came out and then there's like Kid Cudi mm-hmm. and Drake and all, everyone's crying. <laughs> Kanye's 808s and Heartbreak was one of like the first mm-hmm. ones of that. So that was yeah. like revolutionary. He's, listen, <laughs> We don't have to talk about the things that he says because I cannot defend those. Yeah. But his music, ugh, speaks volumes to me. No, I'm a Kanye fan too. I just didn't know we were calling him an icon. <laughs> I mean, if you had 20 Grammys. He has 20 Grammys? Mm-hmm. I, I think he has, he has either 20 Grammys. or 21. Is that more than Beyonce? Yep. Yeah. Beyonce, I think, only has 19. I think Kanye, oh. Jay-Z, and like Stevie Wonder have like the most out of any men. Jay Z and Kanye. Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. So I mean, we can't throw that word around all the time, <laughs> but there are some select cases where icon can be used. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the end of my. <laughs> so yeah, J Lo's not. She's not great at everything, but I do respect her a lot for her hustle. And her hard work. But she's not great at everything. <laughs> but she's not great. So we're going to wrap this up. Um, that's all for And Friends with Jana Jefferson. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at JNA Jefferson. And then follow the show on Instagram at And Friends Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, the podcast app, and Google Play, where you can stay up to date on new episodes when they become available. And if you'd like to be a guest host on this show, hit me up at andfriendsguest at gmail.com, and we're going to keep in touch. 
extreme thanks to my guest hosts for today, the ladies from Verco, for being incredible. So what do you guys have to promote on your end? Follow us everywhere at Shop Verco, Shop V-E-R-C-O. Uh, on Instagram, we're on Tumblr, Facebook, everywhere. Find us, like our stuff. And if you buy our stuff, post pictures, and we'll probably show you a lot of love. Nice. And also, shopverico.com is our site. Yeah. Yay, shopverico.com. Super excited for you guys. The site is great. I can't wait to wear my tube top. <laughs> I'm like super <laughs> duper excited. Um, now, listeners, you know, we used to end the show with a special F you to Donald Trump, but I feel like it just goes without saying nowadays. <laughs> so I think we're going to retire the F you to Donald Trump because it really just goes without saying. Um, he's the worst. And just know that the essence of F you to Donald Trump will always be there in our hearts, mm-hmm. <laughs> lingering in the air and just sustaining us until November 6th so we can vote for change. So, yeah, no more of that. Moving right along to the end of the show. So, yeah, we'll be back in two weeks. Um, Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'm pretty sure in two weeks is the one-year anniversary of this podcast. Yay! Oh, my gosh. Let me see. Oh, my God. It's in exactly two weeks. Oh, I feel like a proud mom. Now I have to make a a special episode and I don't know what to do. (laughs) That's really cute. Oh, my gosh. Well, we'll be back in two weeks. How exciting is this? Um, Thank you to the ladies of Verico, and we'll see you in two weeks for the one-year anniversary show. Bye. 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 Yay. Oh, my God. How exciting is that? That's awesome. Wow. And you know when it falls on? Beyonce's birthday. (laughs) (laughs) September 4th. Why did I think she was end of August? She's still a Virgo, but I thought she was an end of August Virgo. Michael Jackson's an end of August Virgo. (laughs) Mm. It's probably where you get some confusion. Another legend. Another legend. Now that's a legend. (gasps) Did you hear Thriller is no longer the highest charting, the highest selling um, album of all time? What What is? is? The Eagles' greatest hits. What? Who the hell how, are how did that just happen, though? That's so random and weird. I think they. Uh, who, what are they saying? Rock oh, band. Hotel oh. California. Yeah. Oh no. And it's a compilation album, nonetheless. So it's like, whatever. I'm disappointed. That yeah, that crushes my soul. <laughs> a lot. I don't think it counts because it's just a compilation. Because if you were to compile Michael Jackson's like greatest hits. Although, this is another unpopular opinion, Thriller wasn't his best album. I think Bad was my favorite album. I really do like the Bad album, but Thriller also beat it on it. Did it? Let's find, let me look at the track listing. (laughs) Thriller track list. Thriller also had PYT, though. (laughs) Yeah, that's my shit, too. Okay, wannabe start, maybe it is really good. Thriller has a lot. That was Rock with you was on Thriller, no? Yeah, that was my shit, too. It was um, Wanna Be Starting Something, Baby Be Mine, The Girl Is Mine, Thriller, Beat It, Billy Jean. Bi- oh, gosh, Ooh. yeah, this is, okay. this is beyond yeah, unpopular. This is just silly. Human Nature, <laughs> wait, Human Nature, PYT, and The Lady in My Life. But Human then, nature? let's look at oh, the bad yeah. track list. Human Nature is a good song. I love that song. Bad, The Way You Make Me Feel. That's a good song. That's a good song. Speed Demon, Liberian Girl, Just Good Friends, Another Part of Me, Man in the Mirror. Oh, That's man in the mirror. I yeah. just can't stop loving you. Mm. I don't know what that sounds like. I just
can't stop loving you. That was a good song. Oh, yeah. Dirty Diana. Oh, oh I do like Dirty Diana. criminal. Oh, wait, yeah, wait a minute. A and song. Leave Me Alone. What is Leave no, Me Alone? Leave Me Alone. No. I'm not going to put it in this. I still have Thriller. Ooh, Off the Wall, though. Off the Wall was his first album. That's with um, Don't Stop, Do You Get Enough, Rock With You, Working Day and Night, Off the Wall, She's Out of My Life. Oof. Look at all these bangers. It's crazy how many hits Look at all these on one album. Right, yeah. right. And that's just one album. That's crazy. We don't just we did not deserve him. And we did he not give a, him his flowers while he right, was he here. Was, mm-hmm. No. <sighs> we gotta just Damn. had so many hits on it. That's kinda crazy. Michael Jackson. Wow. Janet had some hits. Control the control album. The whole album was just like, yes. Wow. Yeah, that is surprising J-Lo got the award. When you, like, think about everyone else. There's so many <laughs> other people that could have gotten it. Like, like, who, and before, this decade, it was Britney Spears, which I, I'm like, you know. Britney Spears had some great videos, yeah. Oh, yes, she did. All of them. Toxic. You know who I would say could maybe not old enough, but I, I'm a big Shakira fan, and she's had some videos, mm-hmm. and she has at least four. Hips don't lie. Mm-hmm. She has at least four amazing videos, and it's like Shakira versus J-Lo? Mm-hmm. Oh, hello. Objection, objection <laughs> yeah. tango. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hello. Hey. 